This is the Engineering IRL Podcast, a place for engineers in the real world. We try to break down engineering concepts and figure out how to apply them to real life. Let's become better problem solvers, better engineers. This is your host, Andrew Sario. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Engineering in Real Life Podcast. For the regular listeners of the show, you'll know that this podcast is normally recorded you know, on my drive on the way to work. So if you're curious about what that kind of looks like, I'm doing it in a video format today, so you can actually go in and check it out. There's not much else to see except for you know some slightly moving backgrounds and things like that. But it might be cool to give some extra context and awareness. Part of this podcast will be to kind of frame you up for what's to come and what's happening. With the show so we're expanding that's the first thing and the second thing is i'm actually going to spin off engineering in real life separately from the sario dev brand um not completely severed or anything like that but i'm going to get its own domain and the content on there will exclusively focus on the engineering irl content um and the team's going to expand which is cool so i'm bringing on timer khan he is a great supporter of the show but also a great engineer He's done sales, business, all this sort of stuff, and he'll be contributing a lot when it comes to our written content. So there'll be a lot more articles coming out um, and things like this. So this is a good thing, exciting thing, um, and that's why there's you know more and more to come. Now, you might be thinking, where have the last episodes been? And in reality, what it is is needing to do some actual engineering work but that's actually a good thing because that then feeds into this machine and I get more things that happen that I can learn off and then pass on to you guys which is really cool Um, and there's a lot of lot of things happening and I'll be able to share even more things uh, in the future and details that I couldn't have before but that's all gonna come out in the next few weeks Um, so you look forward to that a uh, few things that have happened, I guess, are to do with, um, oh, we started releasing uh, technical drawing engineering notebooks. So if you take any kind of notes, right, you head on to Amazon, you look for the technical engineering notebooks, right, look for my name. The cool thing what I did was I created a notebook where um, it's grid format, just like many technical, you know, graph pads or mathematical type um, uh, notepads give you but the cool thing about what R1 has is I thought just something that you can uh, put your name on right put a little bit of extra information on per drawing that you could you know you can take that singular page and it tells you a whole picture and the other part is every time you see a proper like engineering diagram you've got the classic title block so that's where I came up with. We'll put the graph on, have the title block on there, and it'll look very engineering-y, very cool. Um, right now, the first few releases, we've got the black uh, black cover copy and a blue cover copy, and it's just a technical engineering notebook. Very simple. I'm working on one currently that will be really cool, be really cool. If you're following the Facebook page, you'll know there's a lot of posts we're showing about um, just quotes from famous like engineer type people or big influencers of the engineering community and I think a 
combination of that will look really cool. Um, it'll be good for a lot of you. So there's that. Uh, still developing some more of the uh, engineering kids books. Um, that next one to release will be the network engineering for kids. Um, so that one will be really cool to get on, get your hands on too. Yeah, so a few things happening and I think more and more content to come. So that's, that's good. So the website's going to get revamped. It's going to have a new domain. More of these notebooks are coming. More articles and contents are coming. And uh, hopefully more podcast episodes are coming. So with that being said, let me give you a little bit of content, a little bit of something to work with. So uh, one of the questions that I've gotten is, and it's basically brewed from people getting this question in an interview setting and it's something along the lines of if you start working here how will you learn about our systems or like how will you go about like absorbing everything and learning everything here and I would lay that out in four steps okay the first of the four steps I would say is um, is to listen and learn sounds a bit like a layman's but but it's important because that has to be step one because the fastest way to learn anything is to empty your cup right we've said this before if your if your cup is full if you think you've got all the knowledge and all the understanding you won't learn as fast like even if you're coming from an experienced position where you are and you're moving to a new role or new area and you know a little bit about it just assume you know nothing if you assume you know nothing you will learn faster about it right so that's the first thing, and I think people appreciate that answer, it's the truth. But then you don't want to be just at this lame answer, so let's go to the step two. The second thing you will do is do a whole ton of research. It's okay to admit that you're going to Google some stuff, if you know what I mean. You Google it, you're going to search out all the articles, everything on the interwebs, you're going to download all the information you can into your brain. And then if you're, because obviously this is more engineering focused, if then that includes you know, a certain software suite that this that this company uses or um, a type of archeti- uh, architecture type or methodology or process, you go and do a little, like in, in, in part of your research, you go in and maybe you download a trial version of the software and you try it and you use it separately from your work, right? Don't wait for work to give you, this is how we use the software. Start getting yourself in the mind work. Maybe they, uh, maybe they use a certain operating system or something like that right an environment and you get yourself exposed to that pretty quickly you pick up different jargon language so when you are speaking you know to other people you can quickly pick that up basically you can ask the right questions you can ask better questions than just what is things right okay so that's the second thing so you've done your research you've been listening a lot you've had your ears on the ground you have your eyes peeled and the next one is obviously asking questions you need to be asking your peers you need to be asking even your superiors, managers, supervisors, whoever it is that you work with, you need to be asking them questions, not like annoyingly, like in not doing your job, but you need to be asking thoughtful questions. Taking some actions that you understand, getting to a point, don't dawdle for ages, ask some more questions. This is the fastest way, it's very clear. Um, basically employ your Socratic method. So Socrates back in the days, this is the questioning of everything that you know. And actually, when a company is bringing fresh set of eyes in or a fresh person in, it's not just for a pure resource. I mean, it mainly is. But another part of that equation is they want fresh eyes on, right? 
right? They want people asking questions that aren't already indoctrinated into the system. So they can ask questions and say, why do we do it that way? You know, and something that other people haven't questioned before because it's just part of their system, it's just part of how they work. So they were looking for that. So you should be asking those questions. And then step four is, uh, maybe there's five steps. Step four is you make a drawing of what you understand the system to be. So this is, okay, more specifically for system type works or um, uh, DCS, ITS, like all those type of roles. But if you're working in any sort of technical role, you can do this. You make a drawing of what you understand the whole scope to be. The scope of works of whatever it is. Right? It can be a block diagram, can be a high level diagram. Um, and it's probably better as a high level diagram. Even if they have these drawings, maybe they have something that shows you a topological picture of what they are, of, of what they have, or what their scopes are and processes are. But I still believe you need to draw that picture because you draw what you understand. So that means anything you have a gap of uh, gap of knowledge in will be blank on your drawing and you then try to fill in that gap. That kind of guides you to going, do I have the whole picture? Do I understand what's going on here? And let's say they don't even have a high level diagram, you're already contributing to that team. You're already contributing because you have something that's fleshed some of the details out. Look, every company that's out there, they have a bunch of assets, they have a bunch of processes and things that they're doing that a lot of the time, because they're doing the work, you don't have time to write about the work. You don't have time to take all the as-built documentation and put that into a nice overall thing. It's very, uh, it's very surprisingly, it's very common. So you coming in fresh eyes, you obviously don't have that much better to do. Um, you know, it's it's kind of valuable in a sense overall to have this. Every company wants it, right? They just don't have the time and resources normally. Or the priority, that's really the answer. But that way you're already contributing. So now you're drawing up your holistic picture, you're asking questions, you're networking by doing those asking questions, you're making a name for yourself a little bit. It'll initially be a name for yourself that they just know your name, but then it'll be eventually you coming up with some answers or deeper questions. Um, so you're progressing that, so you're building your reputation, you're building your understanding and knowledge, um, and you've done all your own research and things like that from an outside fresh perspective, and you've listened and understood their culture from their perspective without you applying your own kind of bias onto what you think everything is. And I think that's a solid start for your initial you know, week to month, at minimum, along with whatever the tasks are that you have to work on. So, so that's definitely the four steps that I would take and I would say that you're gonna take if you're in an interview setting in terms of how you would start up at a company and learn quickly about it how would you hit the floor running and you know fun part is uh, like step two of this from you can you can begin that before you start you have an idea who they are you begin doing your research. Maybe you figure out some contracts that they have. Maybe you work out some companies or partners that they work with. Then you find out what those companies do and what they would possibly offer in your company. And that's it. Very simple, easy to take on. Um, I'll put it into a nice little wrap up afterwards and that'll be part of the uh, like an article written on engineering IRL, engineering in real life. So hopefully you got something out of this episode. You know that we're 
basically we're still alive, we're still kicking, there's still going to be podcast episodes. Uh, just a big shout out and thanks to everyone that do listen, especially our regulars. Um, it does make a difference. You know, we had a goal for 2019 to have uh, 5k listens, and essentially at this point we've got one third of the year, you know, we're about 66% of the year through, and we've got about 4.4k, which is really cool, it's a good job. Obviously to help that happen, I'll release more episodes, so there'll be more to give and to share, and hopefully we keep increasing the quality of this. Um, I've been pretty happy with how it's going relative to the amount of time put in and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that being said, thanks for uh, listening out. Look forward to more to come in and then just interact with the show. We're still taking questions. I've got a few in the bank that still need to be answered, so we'll get onto those. Um, you can reach out on the show. Currently, you can still reach out on sariodev.com or on the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash engineering IRL. Join the page or just search it um, and then we'll go from there. All right, thanks.